Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we're talking about Hack It All, the animation. Uh, it originally came out in 2015. It ran from October to December. Uh, it has uh, the studio of Creators in Pack. Genres are comedy, sci-fi, uh, 13 episodes long, and each episode was roughly seven minutes long, if you uh, don't include the uh, intro. Yeah, I was going to say, that with the intro, you're looking <laughs> only eight minutes, but like, like a solidly scarily sad eight minutes oh like every episode was about seven minutes like almost eight minutes and it had like a minute and a half for the intro now what's interesting (laughs) is the couple of the producers for this were pretty pretty uh big for some of the anime that we actually like uh kill a uh kill a kill and uh darling in the Bronx, which were produced by uh trigger atx yeah atx which produced no game no life steins gate re-zero uh they also produced it yeah that surprises me good smiles which uh produced one punch man Nihon Ad Systems, which produced Neon Genesis Evangelion. So, really? Yeah. So, so a couple of big producer names out there, and their names are tied with Hackadol, the animation. So, Hackadolls are these artificial intelligent uh, beings, programs, something... I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, and what they do is once they're dropped into to a particular area or with a person, they scan them and they try to give them some news or recommendations or do something else to help, quote unquote, advance them. It doesn't, doesn't do too much, unfortunately. And typically they'll come out with like a negative score, which is hilarious. Yeah. So at first they were like for the first couple episodes they were above us above the negative score and then the last they were like negative ten or something like that and this is on a scale of zero to a hundred so on a scale of <laughs> up to a hundred hundred being great they're negative ten by the end of it surprise yeah I was <sighs> isn't that going up like their score was way worse than that before. No, no, it, their score score was like three or four, and then it just progressively got worse as as it went on. Now, what's interesting about this uh, series, I guess you could say it is, is with the exception of the first and last episode, every single one is its 
own entity. It it there there's no tying into any other ones. Yeah, it's <laughs> for lack of a better term, it is nonsensical. And I really wished for what we saw, or what we went through. I really wish that it gave more than it did. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and but for the amount of time that they had. I mean, like, if you have nothing better to do, nothing better to watch, and you want, you have 10 minutes, if that, to just, like, kind of watch something, you don't want to get really into a plot, this would be it. You you can watch every single episode in, in any order, almost any order that you want, and it'll be fine. The only one that I would suggest you watch in order is 1 then 13, and then you just watch the rest of them however you want even still yeah uh the number three blue chen was a boy and you find that out because she loses her her bits her she loses he loses his member yeah and the rest of the time you don't even know that it's really a guy except for that one episode where it's like that and even then everyone else is like oh well you didn't change at all and he has to point out that he actually is missing some pieces He's, he <laughs> is missing some bits of uh, down down under so very worthwhile very funny very uh man but like, okay. So, can you explain something to me? In the very first episode, they they hop out from they're considered hack dolls one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Hack doll number four comes out a little bit later. All right, fine. Hack doll number four is considered to be what, like comic relief, but the entire show's comedy makes no sense. Uh, no, I think uh, number four was supposed to be the improvement beyond what one, two and three were supposed to be like, she was supposed to go out there and show them what was up. And instead, uh, most of the time gets put, uh, pitted against one, two and three or, or she screws up (laughs) or she's the problem to begin with. Exactly. So, I mean, I guess that she was just thrown in there. I get, if you can assume that is she, that was just written in there just because well see i think i think it's a she only because in the what episode like 11 10 something like that um there is a pool scene where they they don't really hide too much but they don't show and it's still pg anime yeah well they they also have uh have number three in there as well and they and he is a guy yeah, they're, they're still three. doing the exact same thing. Yes. You just see the chest and not the downstairs, like, of course. Right, but they also but have the, the hair conveniently the draping over the flat chest area of it, too, for even for him. So, yeah, okay. Okay. So, yeah, you, you just don't know. It's a trap. Yeah, multiple traps. Ugh. And I thought I found it really funny that the only thing they're not supposed to do is anything that's lewd lewd or against moral character i believe is how it was phrased i believe so which is funny considering one of the episodes that's basically all it was yeah uh for uh one of them 
Oh God. And the, the situations they get put in are stereotypical, but so hilarious. For instance, when they're supposed to go help this kid get basically log off, right? He, <laughs> for no other reason, they, they talk to these random characters and this giant boobed character starts talking in a deep voice. And you're like, yep, that, that, that makes sense. And every interaction they have is, oh my God, you're so cute. Let's meet up IRL. Oh my God, you're so cute. Let's meet up IRL. And then they're like, oh, these two people are talking. It seems normal. And then it is one of the most lewd conversations you can think of. And like, it, it's super pitying for, for, for just any type of gamer in this verse. Yeah. And you know, it's also ironic too at the exact same time, because most of the time, I'm not going to lie. Most of the people I know, most of the people I know, usually when they're selecting characters and they're guys, they're actually making girl characters for themselves. Of course I've made, I've played one game. I'm not going to tell you which one, but I played one game as a guy and one game in the same game as a girl, completely different experience because I did not use a microphone when I was a chick. I got so much more free stuff from people who were like, hey, what's up? You sh- we should team up. Oh, you're a noob? Let me show you the ropes. I'm like, all right. Oh, you want to give me that legendary gun? Cool. Good with it. Let's rock. I could do that. That's not a problem. jeez. <laughs> right. oh, and I talked to my sisters, and my sister had to change her name from a feminine gamer tag to just like a neutral to masculine gamer tag, just to avoid all of the weirdness that goes on. Oh yeah. Uh, so this, this is where art reflects reality, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh man, I I would have to say though, one of my favorite episodes was uh the anime episode where they were going around making the animation yeah that was cool um i, I think that was uh, time, episode seven so like halfway through the series yeah i think <laughs> there was an anime i watched a long time ago um called death march or something like that the death parade and the anime was essentially based on a, a manga creator who was always on a deadline. And I think that's what they were trying to essentially create a gag for that. The everyone in the manga industry or the cartoon industry works their butt off just to make a deadline only for that deadline to come pass and a new deadline be set to start the process all over again. Like there's no, there's no time off. And I thought it was unique in the sense that when they finally got the product out, um, number one was saying something to the effect of, oh, I hope that the fans enjoy this. And that was like the one little reprieve. They didn't want to disappoint the fans and they hoped the fans enjoyed it. And I remember, and I think you can attest to this when we were watching bleach, when it was still relevant and still ongoing a weekly, we'd go through a Christmas episode. We're like, Oh, come on, man. Yeah. And I, I didn't personally realize they have to put just as much effort into a Christmas special as they do every other day of the year. Yep. And they're always, they're, they're, they're always behind the eight ball when it comes to like a deadline. And as a casual viewer, a fan, if you will, I don't think I ever understood or grasped the hell that these people got to go through to make my life 
less boring. Ah, uh, the joys of being a consumer. Right? <laughs> it was it like a death parade. Uh the that episode um episode 7 for the Hackadall truly was great. It was also very comedic in the lengths at which they go to to try and complete it. <laughs> And they even let you see a little piece of the animation, which just looks horrible. It looks like something a five-year-old would draw up and hand off. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah they're like, well, it'll do. It'll it works. Do. Get it to the <laughs> get it to where it needs to be. We need to start all over again. <laughs> And the funny thing is, like, the, the stark circles under their eyes when they were done. Oh, oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Beautiful. It was, uh, so. It, so, it was, for it being short, for it being remarkably short, it had its funny moments. It had its points where it was actually really good. It also had its points where it was just really bad. But... I mean, honestly, it wasn't that bad of a watch, and it was something that I actually could knock out in about an hour. The whole thing? No, not the whole thing. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. Oh, it's like um, three. It's like two hours worth of watching, almost at most, for it. Yeah. Now, what I will say is, my first watch through, because I had to watch it two times. My first watch through, I was able to get from episode one to episode, I want to say six before I started dozing off because it, the the randomness didn't keep my attention. And then when I came back, I had to start with episode six again. And I'm like, oh yeah, this makes sense. This makes sense. And it, after that, like once I realized what it was and I could appreciate the anime for what it was for, that's when I was able to start paying attention and just, I guess, not necessarily focus, but understand what they were trying to do rather than what they actually did do. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like there was one episode uh, closer to the end where they turned into like magic girls throwback to one of the uh, episodes we've done before. Yeah. Magical fighting girls <laughs> turns out the bad guys. They're trying to destroy the evil guys are actually they're like, I just wanted to create a good environment for these kids to grow up. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. And and that's where it was like, well, how often are the bad guys really the bad guys? You know, like kind of really plays on that mentality. It's like bad guys just want to make a safe, wonderful environment, or they just want to improve the overall quality of life. And then you got people like the magic girls coming in, kicking booty, <laughs> taking names and uh, going, nah, tough, tough nookie, man. We want life the way it is now. We're going to preserve it. It's like, well, you know, I mean, like overall, if it's better and positive, like who's to say that they're in the wrong? I mean, like, I mean, granted, mass genocide is wrong, but <laughs> mass genocide is wrong, but is never a, is never a sentence that should be uttered <laughs> by anybody. Yeah, mass ever. genocide is wrong, but when it doesn't involve that. Fair. And, it, and it's an overall positive uh, change and positive effect in how they want to try and go about it. What's wrong with that? Granted, these were full grown men creepily dressed, standing <laughs> off, waving at little kids as they were walking by. Uh, but still, 
you know, their hearts were in the right place, just in a very creepy way. In the same episode, the bad guy who wanted to make everybody happy, uh, basically, had horns coming out of his hat. Yeah. Do you think that was part of his head? Or was that part of the hat? Part of the hat. Ironically, uh, one of the other uh, Magical Girl, Magical Girl number four, also appeared after the other three helped out the supposedly bad guys to help make the area safer and happier just for her to show up, go uh, Godzilla and destroy everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I didn't really see her go Godzilla so much as I, I saw it as like a Power Rangers throwback where... The good guy, or so the technically the bad guy gets bigger first, destroys everything, and the good guys get bigger and then kick the butt. But in here, the good guys never really got big, and they're just like, look what you did. And she's like, oh, my bad, later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <sighs> overall, I mean, for as short as the series is, um, there's really, it's really worth your time if you have just a few minutes here and there and you want to try and power through it. This is something that I would think it would be worth your time to watch once, not twice. Once. Yeah. Once. Um, yeah. so I think this is a great spot to, to go, sir, uh, on a scale of up to 10. How would you rate it? Scale as all the rest of them, or are we just talking about this anime scale? Because if we're comparing it to any other anime, it's going to rank low, but if we just take this as an isolated anime, eh. got to you, you can't break it out, man. It's part of the pack. Okay. Part, part of the pack. The pack. Um, you know, decent quality. I liked the ending. I I, I do like the ending. Um, so I'm going to give it an 8. All right. An 8. An well, 8. I, I would preface it with an 8 for the first time you watch it because you're probably never going to watch it again. I'd recommend it to somebody. So an 8. All right. What about you? Uh, I'm going to go with a seven. And the reason why I'm going with a seven is because the last episode really, in all honesty, really touches on my, uh, my urge for some DBZ because <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that was. Episode, the episode 13 was definitely a shout out to DBZ. And right after I finished watching that, I was like, man, you know what I would like to watch right now? <laughs> I like to watch some Dragon Ball. Heck yeah. So and and anytime something like that comes up, it always uh is always a good thing. It's always a positive. The nostalgia of it is is way, way more than the actual action itself. Oh yeah. That is uh very, very true. Uh other than that, again, I'm with you. One uh one watch, that's about it. That's fair. Okay. So, uh, so next week is your choice, sir. Yes, it is. Now, this is an anime that I watched before. I'm going to start off with that. However, it is one that I don't mind not only watching again, but I'd like your input on, as well as anybody else who would like to watch it, too. It's Braves of the Six Flowers. I believe it's Roka, Blaves, Blaves, uh, Braves of the Six Flowers. Okay. And... It, just a brief overview. I don't know who makes it or whatnot. I think we'll find that out a little bit later. But a brief overview is you have six heroes show up to a, a predetermined location to fight an evil guy. Problem is there are seven people there. 
So one's fake, and now we got to figure out who and what and why. All right, kind of a kind kind of a mystery thing, and yeah, I, I, it's in my opinion decently done, and I guess we'll talk about it a little bit more later. Okay, sounds good. Uh, yeah, I pulled it up real quick, and uh, it's uh, twelve episodes long. Came out in two thousand fifteen uh, with the genres of action, adventure, fantasy, magic, and mystery. Yeah, I yeah (laughs) mystery is dead on all right well uh that's all the time that we have for today uh hope you enjoyed uh this week's however short it was um feel free to reach out to us at uh those anime guys on twitter at those anime guys on twitter uh, you could also email us at featured anime podcast at gmail.com. We also have our discord link in the show notes as well as a voicemail link. If you uh, want to drop us a voicemail and we are also up on YouTube. So if you uh, prefer to listen to us on there, feel free to check us out until next time. I'm Jack and I'm Rick and we'll see you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 